How much would your life change if you knew every single time someone told you a lie? Even if that someone was you. Lies like you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you can't own a business, and you definitely will never make more than you did in your old corporate job. Get ready to be proactive, passionate, productive, and oh so profitable in a way you've never before experienced by opening your eyes to the big fat lies. Now, here's the host of Big Fat Lies, business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Oh my goodness, I just realized that my podcast mic is not in front of me, so we need to make sure that you can hear me. So this is a broadcast, this is a podcast, and it's called Big Fat Lies. And so what are the big fat lies stopping you from being so happy, so healthy, and so wealthy as a business owner, as an entrepreneur? And this show is dedicated to opening your eyes to the big fat lies that are stopping you right now. And so many of them are unconscious. They're just completely unconscious. And so... It's like not even your fault. You just don't know what they are and like, how would you know what they are? And so I am a success sorceress. I'm a shaman. I'm a seer. And it's like blatantly obvious to me when I meet you, when I check into your aura, when I check into the energetics of your business, what needs to change in order for you to have a really amazing business that you love, a really amazing life that you love. And so if you're like, wow, I love my business, but I kind of don't love my life. Or I love my life, but I kind of don't love my business. You are in the right place. So a lot of the stuff that I present is very energetic. And so you might be like, oh, well, business needs to be all spreadsheets and facts and math. Well, I can do spreadsheets and facts and math in my sleep. But what I find that's even more effective is when we start to tap into the quantum, the tiny particulates of your business, the tiny particulates of your life, and really start to play with that quantum field, start to manipulate the quantum field, almost like uh, Disney's Fantasia, like we use our bodies in a way that programs the quantum field in a way that's more conscious. And so if you've been looking at conscious business, if you're curious about how consciousness and consciousness practices and, you know, quantum mechanics and quantum physics and all of that could help you improve the situations that you are in, improve yourself financially, improve your vitality, improve your business, improve your relationships, then you are in the right spot. So we go live every Friday at one o'clock Pacific. So if you're listening on the replay, I want to see hashtag replay in the comments wherever you are. So today, we're going to be looking at something called Gene Keys, and that was created by a man named Richard Rudd, and he actually learned at the elbow of the creator of human design. So he was the European connection for human design for years and years until he started to get his own downloads about what is possible with human design and he called it the gene keys and what I really love about Richard is he is as much a poet 
as he is a transformational specialist. Like he is really, really a remarkable person. Like when you read his work, the work itself is a remarkable transmission. It's a healing transmission. And so a lot of the work that I do is a healing transmission. And so you can set intentions right now for how you would like to feel, you know, 51 minutes from now. And I will do my darndest to make sure that you feel that way 51 minutes from now. Now, I do want to be clear with you that I am a success sorceress. I'm a shaman. I'm a seer. This is my business. And so if you're watching these videos day in and day out or you're binging me, it is possible to work with me. I have a ton of different ways that you can work with me. And I have to meet you first to find out whether or not we have a soul connection, find out if there's a mission that we can accomplish together. So I don't just take anybody off the street. Like if you scroll my website, you basically have to apply to work with me, apply to have a conversation. And I think that that's how life should go. I really, really believe that people should have more integrity in their business and in their life about who they work with. You know, especially when you have this information that I'm going to share today that, you know, having so much work to do isn't actually what we really should be doing. Like most of us are not designed to just be working for work's sake, especially if you're listening to this conversation. I would make a bet that you're not actually here to be working for work's sake. And so I want to read this to you. And this is by a man named. Oh, I can't see it right now. Anyways, if you know who this is, then type it in the chat. <laughs> work is love made visible. And if you cannot work with love, but only with distaste, it is better that you should leave your work and sit at the gate of the temple and take alms of those who work with joy. And so that's one of the things I would say that is my specialty is to have a look at your body graph, your human design body graph, your gene keys body graph, and really narrow in like zero in on the things that you could do every day, all day, and not burn out, not be overwhelmed, and to really keep constantly igniting those joy sparklers, like it just really is possible to get paid for whatever you want to do. And I say this on my show a ton. I'm like, there's people who get paid to like play with Barbies on the internet to like unbox my little ponies or Shopkins or, you know, buy beautiful clothes and then, you know, model them or like play with makeup, play with wigs, redesign real estate, like have a really gorgeous time. Like you don't have to have a hard time to get paid on this planet. Like, and if you are having a hard time, it could be something that I'm going to share with you today is your EQ sphere from your gene keys chart. So in your regular astrology chart, this is your Mars. So if you have a copy of your astrology chart, this is your Mars. But in your Gene Keys chart, which you can get for free, you can go to genekeys.com and pull up that chart. Or if you have your human design chart, this is your conscious Mars. 
And so why do I want to talk about this today? Well, whatever problems that you are having with your life, like whenever stuff isn't working out for you, it really has to do with two different spheres in your chart. I mean, there's a ton of different spheres in your chart, but when you are interrelating with people, it has to do with your conscious Mars and your conscious Venus, which are your EQ and your IQ. And so today, because I talk a ton about emotions and mostly I just deal with like people who are fully deep feelers, you know, like I have a special place in my heart for deep, deep feelers. And, uh, you know, I just like my my heart is full when I think of deep feelers, you know, when you're just deeply angry and so frustrated, like just my heart is filled for you. And when you're like deeply sad and let down and, you know, just like things aren't working out, my heart is so full for you. Oh, yes. Khalil Gibran. I'm going to read it one more time. I just think that that's so beautiful. Work is love made visible. And if you cannot work with love, but only with distaste, it is better that you should leave your work and sit at the gate of the temple and take alms of those who work with joy. And then think about it like, ooh, those alms, that gold, that currency has the frequency of joy attached to it. And so if right now your business doesn't have the frequency of joy attached to it, then it could be quite repelling to your ideal clients. They're like, mm, I wonder if I want to work with that person. And so thinking about that for yourself, one of the things I truly advocate for is that if you don't have enough clients to fill one day's worth of work, like whatever that is for you, like maybe four clients or two clients is a full day for you, or maybe like a manifesting generator, you can like work a 10 hour work day. And you know, you just fill that work day up with clients and it's super generative for you. But if you're not that, and that doesn't work out for you, or you know, you find that your clients take a lot of energy, um, then what I would love for you to do is to just fill one day at a time, and then not work the rest of the week. <laughs> I can feel people in the audience going, oh my God, there's no way I could freaking do that. But what I do recommend is, okay, clients on one day, admin on one day, maybe marketing on one day, and then take a four-day weekend and see what happens. Because what happens, what I see happening over and over again is, Nature abhors a vacuum. And so if you create a vacuum where you're not doing anything, then what happens is the universe is like, oh, okay, I'm going to give her a ton of ideas. I'm going to give her a ton of clients. I'm going to give her a ton of money. I'm going to give her like so many projects because look at her, she's not doing anything. And so what I would recommend that you do today is you just relax and receive this download. I'm going to need you to have your number and line number. So just for example, mine is 
0.6 and so it'll be a one or a two digit number and then it'll have a point and it'll be there'll be a line number after that and today we're going to talk about the line number but I do recommend that you get uh, the Gene Keys book so if you're watching on video I'm holding up the Gene Keys book it's called Embracing Your Higher Pur Purpose and uh, um, it's the author is a man named Richard Rudd. Wow, I'm getting a ton of downloads for you guys. Ton, ton of downloads for you guys. So yeah, what do I want to leave you with before we go into the break? You don't need to learn all of this stuff in five minutes. I really feel like what has happened in the world is we expect that we know and we expect that we should know. And one of the things that Richard invites us to is the art of contemplation. And how many levels deep can you go with what you know? There's what's on the surface, like what we can find on the internet. And then there's, what does this mean to me? What does this actually mean to me? And then once you get that information, then it's like, oh, like, why does this mean this to me? And how does this mean this to me? And is it actually true that this is what this means to me? And so when you get into the art of contemplation, then what you're doing is you're inviting a deeper level of truth to come into your cells, to come into your DNA. And isn't that so freaking juicy? And so this is what Richard says that I think is so bright as we're heading into the break. He says, emotional patterns contain powerful charges held within the DNA. And as your awareness unlocks each pattern, you can either be overwhelmed by it and go under, or you can steer yourself down the cascade into safer and quieter waters. The other aspect of this work is that it will test you over and over again. Sometimes you will succeed and keep your head above the water, and sometimes you will forget and take the plunge. It is important to be patient and compassionate with yourself. It takes time to bring awareness into such deep-seated patterns and shadows. And so will you be patient with yourself? <laughs> well, you know you best. Maybe you can be patient with yourself in 10 second increments, in 30 second increments, in 60 second increments. And then when you find yourself not being patient with yourself, reprogram yourself. Like sometimes people need to have like a little elastic on their wrist and give themselves a snap when they're having standards that are ridiculous you know, you're learning how to like ride a skateboard or a snowboard and you're like mad because you don't, uh, you know, you don't master it immediately. And so this is something that you will not master immediately. Take my word for it. So we're heading into the first break. After the break, we're going to be heading into the sphere called EQ, emotional quotient. And I'm going to tell you why you need to know what this is and why you need to learn how to master it after the break. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. This is Big Fat Lies. We're on the Inspired Choices Network. Join me after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? 
business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis, stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to Jennifer at jenniferkramerlewis.com. Awesome. So we are back and we are talking about the EQ sphere from Gene Keys. And so this is associated with the seventh, the second, that's easy for me to say, the second seven year cycle. So learning this, being programmed by this, mastering this has started at age seven. So it goes from seven to 14. And so there's a lot of stuff that happens in that age. You know, you start to go out in the world at large, or at least, you know, we were allowed out in the world at large on our bikes, in our tree forts, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, some of us were, and some of us have been, you know, really, really helicopter parented. So, you know, you may have missed out on parts of this by being helicopter parented. And so I really wonder what we can learn today and have this be a exercise that you can turn around and have a look at from the space and place of having a business, of having employees, of having contractors, of having a, a love interest, of having children, of having a life partner, a spouse, and then yourself as part of the greater soul family. And so that's whether your friends or your, your intimates, like your actual family of origin. This is going to be very interesting for you. And so I'm going to start at line one. So whatever number you are, period, if you have a one after the decimal, this is for you. And so this goes back and forth from the frequency of self-esteem to self-sabotage self-esteem to self-sabotage and you may have noticed that there's some areas in your life where you're like oh I totally know what I'm doing I totally have self-esteem with this I feel confident I feel um like self-possessed but in the way like mm, I know what I'm doing and then self-sabotage 
obviously are those places and spaces where no matter what, you may sort of stubbornly insist on a way of doing things and you know that it's not working and you know that you're suffering with this way of doing things, uh, but you're not able to present prevent yourself. I want to say present yourself. That's interesting. You're unable to prevent yourself from self-sabotage. And what do I recommend for this? Well, you know me, I am a gardener. I recommend that you consciously notice the places and spaces where you have self-esteem, where you feel fully self-confident and nourish and nurture those places. And then also set yourself up for self-esteem by not rolling on into the places that you have previously self-sabotaged yourself. So there may be a self-sabotage behavior with your primary love relationships. There may be a self-sabotage behavior with how you nourish your body, how you nourish your bank account. You know, like it might be like way more money out than in or like way more food in than calories out. Like think about those things and not in a way that is punishing because there's a real punishing energy with this that I feel as well. You know, you really don't have to punish yourself with this. Um, Richard says, sometimes self-sabotage can be very subtle. Our physical body will often betray a deeper emotional symptom that we are not admitting to ourselves. Honest contemplation of your deepest feelings will always reveal the truth of how you really feel inside of yourself. So again, it's not up to the outside people to give you anything that grows your self-esteem. Your self-esteem is always an inside job. So it's like, how much time do I spend nourishing my self-esteem if I'm a line one, nourishing the things that I'm really, really good at? And how much time am I spending with this sabotage crap? Richard says, once you're aware of your own tendency to sabotage your own and others' joyousness, the deep foolishness of such a stance can be a power, powerful leveler. So it's like, mm, that was dumb. So I think for a line one, it would be pretty difficult if they have an undermining pattern a line one may find themselves reluctant to do that self-empowerment math. It's like, oops, empowering, not empowering. It does this add to my self-esteem or does this add to my self-sabotage? And just be super clear about it. Like there's really nothing wrong with doing something wrong. There isn't. Like I need to be clear with you guys. There's nothing wrong with doing something wrong. Like maybe even just say that out loud with me. There's nothing wrong with doing something wrong. You know, because a line one anywhere in the chart, these are the investigators. They're the ones who come up with the new programs. They're the authors. They create what other people will buy is a line one. And so super important, you line ones, to get out there and do your investigating and be very, very clear with yourself. Richard says, the healthy first line will always have a strong sense of self-esteem coupled with a good dose of humility. <laughs> like 
everybody wants to hang around with people who are confident. And so line ones do whatever you can do to build your sense of confidence. And any stories that you have where you weren't confident, where you sabotaged yourself, be clear with yourself. You were the one who sabotaged you. Have a good laugh about it and then make a different choice without beating the shit out of yourself. Please don't. <laughs> so let's move into line two. So line two is courtesy and aggression. Line twos, you are cooking with plutonium. <laughs> Richard says, the second line is a natural con conduit for powerful emotions such as anger. And anger with blame attached becomes aggression. As a child, this was the pattern you may have learned that seemed to make you feel more in control of your emotional environment to attack as a form of defense. Aggression can take many forms, some subtler and more passive than others. So what is the tone of your voice, line twos? When you talk to people, do they cower from you? You know, are they afraid of you? And is that how you navigate is by getting respect by being aggressive? And if it is, okay. It's time to pay attention and notice that you do have a talent of courtesy. You have a true talent of courtesy. And so this is what Richard says, and I find this so cool. The high frequency of the second line is courtesy. We've already seen the importance of this quality in all relationships. And the second line is the champion of courtesy. Courtesy is not perhaps as it might sound. It's not all restrained delicacy and politeness. It is passion directed with consideration. And so it may be a line two that uses their power to show people what common courtesy is. And so if that's you, if you're like, hmm, that's interesting, then you may be the person who is responsible for creating rules of conduct. And you may have done that in a way that's aggressive before. You may have toned people. You may have done that. <laughs> but you don't have to anymore. I'm going to release you from that. This is another thing that Richard says. The second line nature is all about free self-expression and Without awareness, this can be very destructive to the peace of any relationship. With awareness and courtesy, self-expression can take place in a non-reactive way. In fact, your free self-expression with awareness can be hugely powerful as a way of reaffirming your own and others' self-esteem. This is the true power of the second line, to make others feel good about themselves. And so think about that from the high frequency, somebody who's truly courteous, who's truly present. Gosh, it's just so nice to be around them, isn't it? You know, just as much as it's great to be around someone with fantastic, solid self-esteem, the line ones, the line twos with that courtesy, it's like, ooh, you know, they're bringing out the teacups, they're bringing out the cookies, you know, they're just the courtesy is there. 
And so think about that for yourself, second lines. You know, you don't have to bring out the big guns. You don't have to cook with plutonium. You can just be the person who points out what the courtesy is, what courtesy is required. And we're going to move on to line three. So line three goes from sympathy to apathy. And this is what Richard says. The healthy third line EQ is the kind of person that you will always want to turn to when you're experiencing difficulty or pain. Such people have a way of making you feel instantly comfortable, accepted, and emotionally at ease. The same pattern at a low frequency, however, will always invite suspicion. And so these people may be doing uh, sympathy disguised as, or sorry, apathy disguised as sympathy. And so thinking about that for yourself, you actually have to be engaged as a line three. Line threes are all about trial and error. And even though you may appear to be an interesting person, there's going to be something about you that sets people ill at ease. And so they might feel sort of anxious about you. And so it can be that you're like, Ugh. apathy means that at some deep level, you have suppressed the emotions that make you feel vulnerable. This is what Richard says. This pattern will have been first imprinted between the ages of eight and 14 when we experienced emotional pressure, either from our peer group or when we turned away from our parents in some way. And so are you shutting off your feelings? Are you hiding them under a blanket of apathy? And so as a line three, this is going to be something that you're going to have to ask yourself, like apathy, what does it mean to me? How does it affect me? Am I actively involved in it? Am I subconsciously apathetic about something? You know, because I talk a lot on the show about the book called Power Versus Force and uh, something called the Hawkins scale. And apathy is way, way, way down on the Hawkins scale, way, way, way down. And so we're going to talk a little bit more about line three after the break. We're almost halfway through the show. Can you believe it? Talking about EQ. This is the Big Fat Lie Show. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Please join me after the break on the Inspired Choices Network. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, 
carrying us through the day and taking us to bed with you. We're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to Jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. Oh my goodness. So before the break, we were talking about the line three. And so the line three, what they're true frequency can be is sympathy and you know to be sympathetic to someone in a way that actually works for them what you cannot do is make them feel self what do i want to say here this is what richard says the third line has a natural gift for understanding the full emotional spectrum from sadness to joy and this is what makes them masters of sympathy because they can be vulnerable without being overindulgent. And so think about that when somebody is sympathetic to you, but they don't believe that you have a problem. They don't believe that you need to be fixed. They don't believe that there's anything wrong with you. They're just hearing you out. They're allowing you to like bark the stuff that's sitting on your heart out I just, I think that that's so great. And it's a real skill and a talent. And so we have to be very, very careful as line three is not to turn off that talent. And so what I would recommend to you as a line three is, as I was saying at the beginning of the show, be very, very careful about who it is that you're working with. Is if they're bringing the same story, you know, the same pity party every week, poor me, poor me, poor me another. And, you know, you are sympathetic to them, but you would like to get them to the next stage and they're not going there. Then what can happen is, is it turns on your apathy. It's like, no matter what I say, no matter what I do, I can't help these people. And so we need to put you in the places and spaces where your true talents, your true vulnerability, your true capacity with emotions isn't something that comes around and bites you in the ass. No matter who you are and no matter what line you are, we need to make sure that 99.999% of the time you are in your full talents, capacities, and abilities and working with the right clients. So we're moving on to line four. Line four goes from kindness to meanness. <laughs> kindness to meanness. And so this is what Richard says. He says, although meanness can be direct at times, most of the time it is an indirect pattern used behind another person's back, for example. The fourth line can be very political in this way. If you have a fourth line EQ, then you need to look honestly at your behavior when you feel rejected by another. And how do you reject others? Do you use subtle tactics? And are you aware of such tactics? And so it makes me think of that movie Mean Girls, you know, so you do find that meanness is something that bubbles up in your heart when you're not being received, when you're not being respected. 
then you may be a line four. Like if you haven't looked at your chart and you're just listening to this, I do recommend that you know what line you are because when you feel that line four, kindness, meanness, meanness, kindness, you need to know that this is this person's deep wounding talking. They're not actually this identity. This is the wounding talking. And I need you to know that about yourself, whatever line you are, this is your wounding talking. When you get into a conflict with somebody, this is how you're going to handle the conflict from an unconscious place or a conscious place. Like if you're like, hmm, I'm a line four, what's the kindness that's available to me in this conflict? And, you know, where am I heading down the track to meanness, Phil? You know, because a line four is heart centered. This is the heart chakra. Like what? Line four is the heart chakra. You need to know that. And so where are you shutting off your heart with meanness to deal with rejection? Or where can you open up your heart chakra and bring more kindness? And so this is what Richard says. Meanness is simply the other side of kindness. Kindness is the natural expression of the fourth line as it flows out of your self-esteem and your heart. If you feel good about yourself, then you will always wish to share this feeling with others. The fourth line can be very saintly in this way, giving of itself without expectation of return. Now, make sure you do that in a way that works for you, because I do notice that a ton of my clients are over givers, like so bad, so bad that I created this resource called the over giver solution. So if you find you are over giving at the expense of yourself, of your health, of your wealth, of your happiness, of your business, then you're going to want to roll on over to overgiversolution.com and grab that free resource that I developed for my over giver clients. Grab that resource. And so this is what else Richard says about kindness. True kindness is also often hidden. Out of consideration for another person's feelings, you might choose not to say something that you know will hurt them. Such small acts of kindness usually go unseen, but at the same time, they help propagate harmony. If you have a fourth line EQ, consider the gift and the city of the gene key of this sphere. And so that's the line before the decimal. So whatever that is, that's gonna be one through 64. And you can start to contemplate that. I do recommend that you grab the gene keys book from Richard Rudd. It's a big thick book and it's so informative. Every single part of your chart is in that book. And so you can start to look at the frequency of where you are and what you're doing and what you're supposed to express. So the gift is the gift that you're supposed to express outside of the shadow. And the city is S-I-D-D-H-I. And so that's the Siddhartic, the city, like the highest angelic frequency that your body can express even you know like even if you have shadow there's always a gift and a city attached to that and so the more we contemplate the gift the more the city can come through 
and I'm saying city, H-I, or sorry, S-I-D-D-H-I. And so line five, let's move on to line five. And so this is all about power. Line fives, you are here to express a ton of power and to be given a ton of authority. Richard says, if you have a line five EQ, then your emotional shadow issues are always about power struggles. So you might like to consider the deeper worldview that lies beneath these patterns. Many successful people are damaged emotionally. And so line five goes from disrespect, or sorry, respect to disrespect. And Richard says, as a fifth line, we have seen repeatedly throughout the golden path, always carries the potential for respect. This is what imbues the fifth line with its special ability as a leader. And it is here that respect emerges from an emotional maturity that can immediately be sensed by others. And so these line fives, really, I always joke that um, that song called My Own Personal Jesus you know, everybody brings you their problems. Everybody respects that you will have the information that's required to solve the problem. And so when we think of respect and disrespect as an EQ, it's also where do we respect our time? Where do we respect our talents? Where do we respect our abilities? And where do we respect ourselves as business owners? You know, I see a lot of line fives that are run ragged. They're basically everybody's sugar mama. And, you know, so imagine being someone's emotional sugar mama. That's just brutal. Like how many fangs do you line fives have stuck in you right now? And it's time to get rid of them. You know, the disrespect aspect is everywhere you're disrespecting your own time, disrespecting your own talents and your own abilities, or maybe you're over on the powerful side. You're like, you need to respect me. And uh, in the same breath, you're disrespecting the people who aren't giving you the accolades that you would like to have. Many world leaders have a lot of line fives, you know, so naturally they're here to be leaders. Naturally they're here to be kings and queens and, you know, prime ministers and, you know, chairmans and all of the things. However, if they have a deep-seated emotional insecurity that's causing them to disrespect others and to command respect in a way that doesn't freaking work, that's actually disrespectful, then I think it's really time, you know, you might not even listen to this show, you not, might not be high frequency enough to know that as a line five is really, really important for you to be respectful of yourself and respectful of others. This is what Richard says. Sometimes the fifth line will abuse its powers of leadership and influence by pursuing their own agenda and ignoring the wider impact that they have on the world. And so how many times have we seen this, you guys, where these world leaders are disrespecting their citizens, disrespecting their countries, disrespecting the people who put them on the throne? 
So what do we do about that line fives? It's time to wake up and smell what just time to wake up and take a temperature on the room line fives, because we do need you. We need you and we want to respect you and we want you to show up as respectable. So if you are a line five, I would love for you to start journaling. Like what is respectable about me? What do I respect about myself? What do others respect about me? Where do I want them to respect me? And then where do I feel the disrespect where do I feel the disrespect? Where do I disrespect myself? <laughs> this is so funny. The lower trigram, the one, two, three, goes with the four, five, six. And so we're looking at the twos that are aggressive and the fives who are demanding respect are sort of the there, I'm holding up my hand trying to think of the word, the coin, the flip of the coin, the other side of the coin. And so when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about the line six. I'm a line six and I have a line six in the audience. And in a way, the line six is quite a bit of a shaman's journey. It's a potpourri. It's a culmination of all of those places and spaces. And so it's quite a grand adventure to show up as a line six EQ. And so we just need to be super patient with ourselves. And I'm going to share more about that after the break. You are watching Big Fat Lies or listing on whatever platform you are on. If you're listening live, thank you so much for showing up live. If you're listening on the replay, I want to see hashtag replay wherever you are listening. We are on the Inspired Choices Network. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and this is Big Fat Lies. Join me after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jenniferkramerlewis.com. Oh my goodness, welcome back. So we are talking about the six lines of the sphere of the EQ. And so in your human design chart, it will be your conscious Mars. In your gene keys chart, both of those charts, you can just look up free human design chart, free gene keys chart, and pull up your chart. And we're looking for the S, or sorry, the EQ sphere, your emotional quotient. And so in the first few segments, we talked about lines one through five, and now we're moving into line six. And so line six moves from reverence to alienation. So this is what Richard says. When we come to the sixth line, we move from respect to 
to reverence. Although these two themes are connected, they manifest as very different gifts in the world. Although it is founded upon respect for all creatures, reverence is not in any way about issues of power. The sixth line is not designed to be a leader like the fifth line. The sixth line does not carry that radiant magnetic quality that the fifth line has. More than any of the lines, the sixth line is a journey whose themes change throughout your life. So as a sixth line, you are going to know when people have reverence for you. You are also going to know when people are alienating you or have alienated you. It's amazing. And so the gift of this reverence and alienation frequency <clears throat> is that as line six is this is a shaman's journey it's not given to people who don't have staying power this is resilience at its best and the shaman's journey and so when I talk about a shaman's journey I'm talking about having to be super freaking patient with yourself and with others and when they bring this reverence to you it's not going to your head as a six line you're kind of like oh that's very curious that you're wanting to put me on this pedestal and then also notice for yourself as line six where are you gifting reverence and who are you gifting reverence to because it's only curious this is what richard says the sixth line has to be the most patient of all the lines. Emotions are the new arena of human transformation. And people with the sixth line EQ are the pioneers of a new understanding of the emotional plane. So the shadow keynote here is alienation. And so with this reverence, the other side of the coin is going to be alienation. And so it can be that you have been the one who is alienated and or felt like you had no other alternative. Maybe you had no other alternative or other people feeling alienated by you. And so like none of this needs to be something that you're like, oh, my God, how do I solve this? really want to remind you that it's way more about how do I swim with this I just I really think it's super super important super super important that you pay attention to how it you are swimming with this this is what Richard says sometimes the sixth line may feel as though it's traveling through a tunnel and at certain times you emerge and are flooded by the light and then you move into another phase where you are once again in the tunnel this whole process has a purpose it cannot be controlled but it must be surrendered to and embraced in the end you will become stronger more open-hearted and more conscious of the beauty of life than you can ever imagine this is the true meaning of reverence and so that's the journey for the sixth line to be stronger more open-hearted and more conscious of the beauty of life how freaking gorgeous is that and so when you're listening to this, whatever line you are, go ahead and put it in the chat and then maybe give me a keynote of what you understood of your line 
or send me a message or send me an email, like do whatever you like. I'm here. I would love to support you. I also want to remind you these master classes are live. So if you show up in the studio audience, then I would really, really love for you to get the information that you would love to have from the show. Like I'm tailoring the show as I go. I'm paying attention to the studio audience and making sure that the studio audience is getting what they would like. And so please take advantage of that and show up live if you can on at four o'clock or Eastern Standard Time, one o'clock Pacific uh, for Big Fat Lies. And so what do I want to leave you with? What I want to leave you with is it's super, super important to me that your business adds vitality into your life. Your love made visible adds money into your bank account, money into your wallet, money into the things that you love to do. And if your business is something that you don't love to do, <laughs> as Khalil Gibran says, perhaps maybe you need to just take a break and let people who are doing the business that they love support you in your business until you can actually maybe even just support you in your life. Like you might need to like take a sabbatical and figure out your life. I would say that that's something that I've really done over the last year is pulled back from business and taken really excellent care of my body. One of the things that I specialize in is burnout and, you know, building businesses that are burnout proof for people. And so to prove that to myself, I had to do one more burnout just to make sure. And, you know, coming out the other side of it, I just, I can see all of the places and spaces where I was not fully supporting myself in my life and I was not creating a business that was burnout proof. <laughs> so funny. I've got someone in the audience. It helps me to know that I'm in a time of alienation. She's in line six and that it will shift. Been here many times before. Yeah. So maybe even thinking about that alienation is, you know, forcing you to go inward forcing you to go inward and contemplate like, Ooh, okay. Do I care about being alienated or not? <laughs> Maybe if you can get to the point where you think it's like super fun and funny, that would be awesome. So I want to encourage you that wherever you are in your life, you're never alone. And this show will always be here for you on Friday afternoons for you to join me on Big Fat Lies. And if there's something I can do for you, please reach out. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, Jennifer invites you to laugh at limitation and live life delightfully by opening your eyes to the big fat lies.